This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Now, you see, the promised land, when you read the book of Exodus, as the Lord spoke to the Israelites and decided to take them from bondage, from captivity, they were not really, they were captives, but not really because they did something wrong. In Egypt, they were there, not because they did something wrong, but they were there as part of God's incubation period for his nation. He took them to Egypt. And kept them there so they can multiply and you some of you you are busy kicking to get out of your incubator but sometimes you have to allow yourself to be in the incubator so that you can be ready to be manifested to the world around you yeah because God took them to Egypt when they were about 72 or 70 something in number and when he took them out they were in their millions when they left so now it's time for my my glory to be manifested in your life so let's go to the promised land you see they didn't understand god's purpose and god's plan so they kicked against it and made it a very difficult journey may you never make it difficult for god to lead you and by the holy spirit through your sweet relationship with the holy spirit he will lead you and bring you to that place. When your life will be over, you, you can only say one thing, that God led me. You know, sometimes, people who are enjoying certain greatness and certain manifestation of God's help, when you ask them, they will tell you that, I never knew that each step I took was bringing me to this place. Some years ago, I asked the bishop standing in front of my, I mean, I was taking him to the airport, and I don't, I don't know what we're talking about. Then I, I asked him, I said, Kufio, I never knew. I 
never knew what is what was happening that this, this is what is happening i was just doing what, what i felt god wanted me to do but each step of obedience has led me into God's blessing and I'm, I'm seeing what I'm seeing if I told you if I told you I planned for it it's not true And that's the beauty about God. You don't have to know what he's doing for him to do it. You just have to follow him. Amen. So I want us to, and, and the, the agent or the God who is with us for this purpose is the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, it is better for me to go away so that he can come. Why? Because while Jesus was here, the Holy Spirit was preoccupied with Jesus. Jesus has to finish his work and go so that he can come and continue the work with the people that Jesus has raised. So he told them that it is good, it is expedient. It is perfect, it is wise. It, it is smart for me to go. So because I'm going, I'm just here for three and a half years. You are going to be here for 60 years, for 70 years more. And you will need him. But as long as I'm here, you can't have him. So I have to go for him to come. Now, he, the, is, he is God with us. And we cannot ignore his presence with us. One of the things that would help your spiritual growth is when you grow in your level of consciousness of the Holy Spirit with you. It's like when you become very aware that you are not alone that the spirit of god the holy spirit is with you and then you move to the next step when you begin to engage him when you begin to engage him you he will tell you everything you need to know 
He will show you what to do, where to go. When you begin to engage him, the problem with most of us is that we are unawares of his presence with us. And then secondly, we don't engage him. Of course, how do you engage somebody you are not sure? You don't know he's with you. I mean, how do you talk to me in your room when you can't see me and we are not on the phone? I want to talk to Bishop Cliffio. And you are in a room alone. Your colleagues who are sharing the house with you will check whether you are on the phone. If they discover you are not on the phone, and say, who are you speaking with? I'm speaking to Bishop Cliffio. He's not here. We will seek the psychiatric help, but if, if, it is, if you come and you tell them that, oh, I'm speaking to the Holy Spirit, everybody will keep quiet. Yeah. Hallelujah. So let's learn the song well, and then one of the things that I want you to do this year as a step of moving forward is to learn songs and sing them. Some of you, you used to write, you have notebooks. You see, you are not just listening to the song, but you have a notebook. And all the words, you, you don't sing a song without knowing the lyrics. Now, I won't ask anybody. It's a new year. It's a new year. I don't ask anybody. I speak into the air. And if you know it affects you, you just wear the thing. Do you get it? So, listen. We will do the same when it comes to God's songs that relate to our new life. Amen. So, it says, Holy Spirit, blessed comforter, counselor, and intercessor you are we know we know you are our helper and our advocate you speak on our behalf and you give us strength when we are weak to be able to stand when others are falling and to be able to stand against any onslaught of the enemy you are our standby you are by us Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, lead us to the promised land. Meaning, lead us to the place where God is everything. You see, in Deuteronomy, I think, chapter. Is it chapter 8 or so? Verse 12 there, but I forgot it. In the exact verse. But it says that 
the land that you are going is not a land that is cared for by you but it's a land that is cared for by God it is a land that is is it 11 or did you tell me 11 is it 11 or up I'm just mixing up. It's a long time since I read a chunk of the Old Testament. Sometimes I just like reading it to be happy with myself. Some of you like watching movies to be happy, isn't it? Me, I just like reading the Old Testament. Just take it and just enjoying it. It's 11.10. Yes. It's a land that drinketh water from above. You see, you were in a land that you had to make it drink water. But the land that I'm taking you is a land that I make it to drink water from above. He said, from the land where that thou for the land where that thou goest into possess is not as the land of Egypt from whence you came out. The two places are different. One place, it depended on your effort. But the other place, it is my effort in your life. So the promised land is, in, in, in figuratively, is a place of your life where the works of your life are the works of God. They are not your works. They are the works of God. He said, for the land without thou goest to possess is not as the land of Egypt from whence you came out where thou sowest thy seed and waterest it with thy foot as a garden of herbs. In other words, in that state where you were if you don't go nothing happens let me say something to you if you are at a stage of your life where you have to go for food to come you are not at a safe stage Let me say it again. If you are at the stage of your life where you need to go for food to come, you are not at a safe stage because an attack on you, because you are not invincible. I say you are not invincible. You know what is invincible? Are you with me? So that it depends on your going for food to come means it's risky. An attack of you 
or anything that that prevents you from going is an attack on your food supply. This is a a little advice for those of you that are into material things. There's nothing wrong with material things. But before you invest into material things, make investments that doesn't depend on your your being well. That, that's what I'm trying to say. That before you invest into material things, make investments investments that doesn't depend on your health that doesn't depend on your strength until you are able to do that investment it's not not time to party it's not time to splash yourself with good things in quotes you are still in the building phase it's dependent on the bank granting you a loan you have not prospered you are giving us an image that you have prospered but it's, it's a mirage you have not I hope you understand what I'm saying. That's right. So before you move from a one-bedroom house to a four-bedroom or five-bedroom house, make sure that it doesn't depend on you going and coming. Your going and coming is just bonus. And that even if you didn't go, the house will still be yours. I hope you understand what I'm saying. So before you think of changing your car into a bigger one and a nicer one, make sure that you have investments that can sort out your monthly needs without your having to need to wake up to go. Who then you, you I, mean, I know you're asking so when are we going to really enjoy these things until you get there you, you are not you are, are not you are not enjoying it because some of the some of the things 
It will be in your mouth and you can't swallow it. Hope you understand what I'm saying. Don't, don't say I didn't say it. Keep working. Keep living as low as possible whilst you invest into things that would work for you without depending on you. A day will come as you walk with God. And as you are led by the Spirit, a day will come when you will sign a card deal and they will ask you which bank are you applying with I say please I don't do those things That's right. you, you tell the person why are you wanting to lower me I don't do those things please I don't do banks I do my my own own bank account. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it will come into your life if you believe it. If you believe it. Because one of the ways by which the enemy makes you not have enough is to make you waste it look many of you calculate the number of years you have worked and see how many millions have come into your 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 life see how many millions have come into your life It's a lot of money. I said, it's a lot of money. The problem is you were made to waste it. Anyway, so it's saying that the land without that goal. This year I wanted to preach very short, but I find out that it's difficult. I think my problem is because I don't have clear written out notes. 
boat to come and stand and just deliver. I think I just talk a lot. Father, deliver me from talking a lot. But you see, God was telling them that there is a place you are or the place where we, you were, it depended, it depended on you. It depended on you. But the place I want to take you to, let's go to the next verse. But the land whither ye go to possess is the land of hills and valley and, and drinketh water of the rain of heaven. The land doesn't depend on you to be healthy it depends on heaven and heaven never fails Amen. Amen. Hey, have you heard God is sick and so he didn't go to work Oh, God is on, on paternity leave or sick leave. No, no, no. A land which the Lord thy God careth for. The eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it from the beginning of the year. if you understand what I'm trying to say I hope you're understanding what I'm saying good and you see this is a year of going forward and as a year of going forward do you get it my year I'm thankful for going forward never backwards you have to engage yourself in things that takes you forward Never engage yourself in things that take you sideways or backwards. Hallelujah. So I want us to look at some of the things that can take us forward. In particular reference to John 14 verse 12. Jesus said, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also.
So you must seek to do the works of God in your life. So make an agreement with him to do his works. I said make an agreement with him to do his works. Your doing his works will give you an opportunity to be constantly kept by God. And your doing his works will give you the resources that you need to do his works. And therefore, it will make you a covenant-keeping person. In other words, whatever bargain you had with God, you will keep it. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Many of us don't come to the manifestation of the glory of God in our lives because we shy away from the works that he has ordained for our lives. But you see, the, the verse that talks us that we are saved by grace and not of works also continues to say that for we are his workmanship created into Christ, in Christ Jesus unto good works which God has before ordained that we should walk in. Ephesians 2.10 So, in John 14, 12, he said, Very I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works I do shall he do. And greater than this work shall he do, because I go to my Father. So, what am I saying? What I'm saying to you, let us make a covenant to be involved in the works of God. Look, the greatest thing that has happened to my life is my involvement in the works of God. Because I can see that through my involvement in the works of God, my life is coming to a place where when I get up, I don't get up to go because of bread that I have to eat, but I get up to go because that is what the Lord wants me to do. I hope you understand what I'm saying. I hope you understand. And you see, you are going to have a challenge. It's not without a challenge, I can tell you. It's not without a challenge. There is a sacrifice you have to make. Because Satan is not going to stand by and watch you do what brings God's blessing into your life. No, he will not. You have to, you have to give yourself that, look, there's a price to pay. There's a price to pay. It's as simple as ABC. And mind you, mind you, mind you, to not do the works of God after having known Christ puts you in a predicament. Because on the judgment, you cannot escape. On the judgment, many cannot escape. Because those who reject Christ at the outset would have no escape for them. Jesus said, if I had not come, then they had no sin. But because... I've come and they've rejected me. Their sin remains. So the judgment is there. But even now that you are born again, now that you are in Christ, you have to do everything to go out of the slavery of Satan in your life. Directly or indirectly, you must, you must get out. You must get out. And I need to say to you, some of the works, apart from being a shepherd, looking after souls, praying, prayer, even prayer, prayer, proper prayer is part of the work of God. 
Paul said, Epaphras, laboring fervently for you in prayers. But you see, the most important thing for you is to give yourself to the works of God. The most important thing for you is to give yourself to the works of God. This year must not be a year of idleness in church. Listen, listen, let me say to you. Church cannot take you to heaven. And church cannot make you approved by God. But church gives you an opportunity to exercise yourself in the things that make you grow in your work with God. Oh yes, oh yes. You see, I started off by arranging chairs. Today, if I arrange chairs, it's because I want to do it. But I do more serious things. Are you with me? But the beginning of my journey was doing something physical. But now, I don't really do physical things. I do spiritual things. And many of us could actually give ourselves to do something, care for somebody, be interested. Now, the problem, remember that the blessing, take us to the blessing. Take us to the blessing. The blessing, I'm thankful in 2020. Lord, I am thankful. Please, why do we always puts up this one. Where is the other one that is bigger and all those things? Why don't you delete this one and put that one as the only one you have? The only reason why sometimes you miss it is because there are two. Because this is there, so delete the, or you have to change it. Is it a font change? It's a font change. So change it permanently so that it always looks like this. It says, Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessings of never going backwards, but forward only. The blessings of never going backwards. Now, many of us go backwards in our relationship with God because we don't get ourselves, we don't put our hands to the plow. Can I say something to you? Church is the most boring place to go when you have nothing to offer. Let me say it again. Church is the most boring place to go when you have nothing to offer there. Mm -hmm. It's the most boring place to go, I'm telling you. So like to come to church and you don't do anything, there's nothing you are doing. You are not involved. It's not like you are not arranging something. You are not doing anything. It's, it's boring. It's boring, I must admit. Now I'll go to church, whether I'm doing something or not. It's because I've grown in my understanding. But at a stage in my life, if I didn't have something that I'm doing in church, I would always accept any reasons that says don't go oh yeah it's true it's true I mean, I mean you see i wish i could tell you that you know when i got born again the spirit was moving and you know i have this look there was nothing there was nothing i'm i'm i don't know how you are but i think i'm just like you or i was just like you the only reason why i was regular in church 
was that I was given the responsibility of arranging the church and rearranging the place for the owners of where we were meeting and packing the instruments away. So what it meant was that every Sunday I had to be in church. And I took it seriously, so I didn't miss. That was the only reason I went to church all the time. And as I went to church all the time and I was hearing preaching all the time, I was being affected without knowing. When I got born again in 1986, I was told this thing of getting to do something in the church and I refused to do. Now, are we on the internet? Just give it an artificial break. I don't know who else will listen. But can I tell you something? That 1986 when I got born again and they said So listen, don't, di- don't disagree with what I'm saying. Agree with it. Get yourself something to do in the church. Chelsea, do something. Don't, don't be happy at doing nothing. Do something. You see, it is not the thing, but it will lead you to the thing. The greatest mistake you will make is to have nothing to do. It's like whether you come the church is on. Whether you don't come, the church is on. It's one of the greatest mistakes you can make. Because listen, there will be other competing things, competing things to draw you away. And they will, you see, they will keep doing it until you become used to being absent in church. Oh yes, oh yes, I'm telling you. I'm not standing here because I saw a vision. I'm standing here because at the beginning, when I started, I stayed in church for a long time. That is the only reason. Now I know why I have to be here. Now I know why. And I'll travel for it. I'll do everything for it. I will never be tired for the things I'm doing. Because I, now I can see. But then I was blind. And had to be led by just the simple instruction. Do something in church. I hope you understand it. And see, this one, it's not like a miracle, a wave or anything. Just being, it's I, have, I have a responsibility. So I have to be there. That brings you. But with time, you will be there. Not because you have a responsibility, but because it is the place you want to be. But for now, you must give yourself to something that will pull you until you become, you come to yourself. Hallelujah. And so that's what I'm telling you. Because if the blessing of never going backwards is going to happen in your life then you have to take a step that prevents a reverse listen it's not enough to declare the blessing that i have a blessing of never going backwards the next thing is to do something that physically and naturally prevents you from going backwards Physically and naturally prevent you from going backwards. Then you will realize that things will begin to change in your life. 
Because you see, the blessing of never going backwards by committing to something in the church, by taking up a responsibility, makes you to be noted and cared for a bit extra. There are many of you that sometimes don't come to church. And it doesn't occur to me that you didn't come to church. But there are some people, when they don't come to church, I know they didn't come. And I will say, ah, it's a long time since I saw Kakra. Is he in the house? Zani, didn't I ask you the last time? Yeah, I asked you, where is Kakra? It's because he, he, he was the one arranging and making sure that the sound, for years, and I said, somebody else should do it. Do you get it? I said, other people should do it. And so for now, it looks like he has nothing to do. So when he feels like coming, he will come. When he doesn't feel like coming, he doesn't come. I'm going to, you see, and it occurred to me that if you don't commit him to something, it will be your fault. Because when he was committed, he will come. He will come. Whether he is busy or whatever, how come the same person? Uh, this this uh, lady's husband, Pastor Tali, he told me that at their workplace, they never have a day off or a leave unless in December. So he was hardly available for anything that demands a leave. The same person, the same workplace. I was in. I went to start a church in the Jobek, Bram. Oh, I went there, focused on the build the church, had more young people there. And I was asked to leave the church and give it to First Love. Who can take over? So I said, oh, Pastor Tali is there. And he took over. The same person that cannot get leave. Did not go home in December. The same person, oh, the same person, the same person. He did not go home in December. Running the church. Am I lying? He travels to Ghana for meetings. Somebody who does not have leave days, oh. He pays for his own flight and go for meetings, sometimes for two weeks. No leave days. <laughs> sometimes, as I'm busy trying to get a check work, and as a pastor, I'm expecting to be, they say, oh, we have booked for a holiday. He's gone. <laughs> this year, I've not had any holidays. <laughs> I'm watching... You see, that is what happens when you get yourself committed to something. Amen. You see, what happens is that the Lord has mercy on you and by his spirit gives you a revelation about what you are doing. And that gives you strength to do what you couldn't do before. You see, what he's doing, he has had a personal revelation about the value of it and its significance in his life. So it's like he will stop at nothing to make himself available. I'm telling you. And some of you, the, the only reason why you keep going in and out and it's because you have not committed yourself to anything. 
It's a mistake. Look, let me say to you, being an usher or being whatever it is does not mean that heaven is open for you and does not mean that God will bless you. But it gives you an opportunity to grow in your life. Taking care of people as a shepherd is that I'm responsible for these 10 people. I'll have to look for books and materials to read for them to grow in the understanding. I have to support them. I have to pray with them. I have to give them counsel and all those things. It makes you grow. It makes you grow. I said, it makes you grow. If there's anything that has brought growth in my life, it's this thing, this thing, this work I'm doing. It has got me to understand better my work with God. My work with God. And so, as we make this covenant, I want you to make a covenant that engages you into the work of God. Because Jesus said, these works that I do shall you do. It didn't say some people. You see, he that believeth on me. So if you believe on Jesus, you have to make, you have to ask yourself, Jesus said, I shall do these works, therefore I will do them. John 12, sorry, John 14, 12. He that believeth on me, the works I do, shall he do, because I go to my Father. And greater than these works, shall he do. Hallelujah. So I want you all to get yourself. Some of you, you can get into the choir. You see, it's not because you have a wonderful voice, but it's because you want to have a reason to come to church. And some of you that have responsibilities, take up your responsibility to the next level. Engage more people to be involved. It is a way by which we grow. I said, it is a way by which we grow. It's, you see, spiritual growth has no formula. I wish I could give you a formula. It's not true. Anybody who gives you a formula about spiritual growth, it's not true. Because God is, if there's anybody who customizes his things, it's God. He knows your uniqueness and deals with you according to you. He doesn't deal with you as a class. He deals with you according to you. So I don't, what, what I know is that people who engage themselves in this thing somehow find themselves doing what God wants them to do. Verily, verily, in other words, truly, truly, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. So I want to see the works of Jesus in my life because he says, I, if I believe on him, I'll do, and I know I believe in him. So I, I'm expecting those works. And in closing, sometimes you ask, ah, but what works can I do? You see, the works, there are different components of it. What God will do with you and what God will do in you. There's also the work of God in you that must change you and your character. That is very important because it is your character change that will manifest the God in you. Hallelujah. Yeah. And, and we, we can't neglect that aspect. 
And in fact, for some of you, the works of God in you will be the manifestation of the glory of God in your life. Because the change that will come to you, you will be very opposite of the person they know. Yes. And through that, great things will happen. Great things will happen. Now, in John chapter 9, verse 4, they ask Jesus about the blind young man. That who is a sinner in this man's life? Is it John? I must work there. What is that? Go back. Verse 3. No, no, no. It's, 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 I'm looking for, I'm mixing up my verses. There's a verse, I think it's also John. Is it 11? Or, no, it's not 11. The blind man, the blind man that Jesus healed. They asked the question, who sinned? Verse 2. Okay, let's start from verse 1. If you don't know where it is, let's start from verse 1. My dear, verse 1, let's go. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And as usual, people always want to have a reason. <laughs> hey. ah, this person, doesn't he go to church all the time? Why is he not having a child? Is he not praying all the time? Why is he not having a child? Why is he not having a job? Maybe we don't know. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? This man? How can you ask such a stupid question? The person was born blind. When would he have had a time to sin? Let us say, when would he have had a time to sin for him to be blind? If you think his blindness is related to his sin. He sinned in the womb. <laughs> People can ask questions. This man or his parents, that he was born blind. And you knew he was born blind, so why are you asking? Jesus said, neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Some of you, there are works of God that must be made manifest in you. It may not be works of healing, but certain works. Because from where you come from, nobody has risen up to be a well-known person. But through you, God will show that he's no respecter of person. Oh, yes. I said, God will show that he's no respecter of person by the works of him that will be done in you. And can I say something to you? The works of God is not done by man. It's done by the Spirit of God. So as you give yourself to God's work, you are giving yourself 
for the Holy Spirit to work in you. I said, you are giving yourself for you to be a chosen vessel for the Holy Spirit to work in you. And I see the Spirit of God working in your life to accomplish great things for the Lord. Stop condemning yourself and say, I'm good for nothing. Because the works is not dependent on you. The works is by the Holy Spirit. I said the works is by the Holy Spirit. And he shall do what God wants to do with your life. He shall take you places. He shall make you respectable. He shall make you to be honored. He shall make your opinion to be sought. Because it will be said that the spirit of the God of heaven is in you. The wisdom of God. You, you see, Daniel, Daniel, when he was being called for, for uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar's son, the wife, is it the wife or the mother? I think the wife told him that in the days of your father, there was a man in, his, in the land in whom is the spirit, the gods. Please look for it from a Daniel chapter something. Is it in chapter 5? Is it in the days of your father? In the days of your father. That was a description of Daniel. That was a description of Daniel. An ordinary, simple Hebrew boy is being ascribed to God. It shall be, it shall be your story. I said, it shall be your story. As you give yourself for the work of God and for the works of God, it will be manifested in your life. One day you will stand and you will ask, it's not possible. It's not possible. And you will hear a voice saying, it is possible. Because with God, all things are possible. As you look at what is happening through your life, you will, you will, you will wonder and you will be told by the Spirit that with God, all things are possible. There is a man in thy kingdom in whom the spirit of the holy gods, in whom is the spirit of the holy God, in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods was found in him. Hmm. That shall be your story. I said, that shall be your story. I want you to believe it as you rise to your feet. And we close. Hallelujah. We are going forward. I said we are going forward. We are not going backwards. We are going forward. As we put our hands to the plow. Lord, whatever it is in your house, give me something to do. I don't want to be idle in your house. I don't want to be idle in your house. I want to do something. I said, I want to do something in your house. Because that will lock me in and prevent me from going backwards. Because I have confessed that this year I have a blessing of never going backwards. I am doing the works that will take me forward and never backwards by committing to do something in your house. Lord, lead me to find something to do.
Lift up your voice and begin to pray to the Lord. Oh, yes. Don't allow anything to stop you. And don't allow any voice to say something contrary to what the Lord is saying to you. Oh, yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we thank you that because of your presence in our lives, our hands shall be to the plow. We shall work the works of God. Oh, yes. The works that we are created for, we shall work. We shall not be deceived by the enemy. We shall be part of the house that you have brought us to build. Oh, yes. We shall look after your flock. We shall contribute to the care and to the well being of your children. Just as you contribute to the well-being of our own lives. Oh, I'm going forward. I'm going forward. I'm not going backwards. Oh, yes, Lord. I'm going forward only. Moving forward. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We are moving forward. Stability in my Christian life. I'm no longer swinging like a pendulum. But I'm moving forward. Yes, Lord. I'm moving forward. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Oh God. Father. I thank you for your blessing that is upon us that makes us step forward it may be a simple step but it's a step forward it will be a simple change of direction but it's a step forward it will be a simple renewal of mind but it's a step forward it's a simple decision to sacrifice but it's a step forward thank you Holy Spirit we are going forward Holy Spirit our counselor, our teacher, lead us to that place. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Lead us to the promised land where the works of our lives are the works of God. lead us, lead us.
Thank you, Jesus. forward to block the door that takes us backwards. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, lead us. Thank you for the blessing of never going backwards, but going forwards in our relationship and in our walk with you. In our journey to the promised land, we go not backwards, but we take steps that brings us closer into the promised land. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you have said, I can't. But the Lord says, you can. You can. You have to decide that you will do it and he will make it possible. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He will show you ways by which you can engage in his works, even with your busy schedule. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, I want to invite you into a relationship with God through Jesus Christ by asking you if you are born again Jesus says except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God neither can he enter into the kingdom it will be a tragedy for you to reject an opportunity to be translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of Jesus it will be a tragedy for you to be left under the power of Satan when the power of God is offered to you therefore today and this afternoon as you hear my voice I want to say pastor I want to be born again every head bowed and every eye closed wherever you are standing you want to say pastor please pray with me I want Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want this relationship. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. Thank you, Father. Lift it up high. Lift up your right hand. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Just lift it up high so that I can see. Yes, I see a few hands that are lifted up. 
I need you to do this one thing. Just take a step and come forward. I want to pray with you briefly and quickly before we continue. Come. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Lead us to the promised land. Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I thank you for these ones. Thank you for the decision that they have taken to receive you as their Lord and Savior. I pray for a revelation understanding into what they are doing. And let them know and cause them to be a special vessel for your glory. I pray for your blessing over his life. I pray for your blessing over her life. Bless her. Bless her. Bless her, Lord. Bless him bless him may he be planted may she be planted may she be planted in your house may she be planted cause his light to shine to be a blessing unto many i thank you holy spirit in jesus name amen good i wanted to go with our brother here they will lead you through the confession prayer where you pray to invite jesus into your heart as your lord and savior Please be seated. Please be seated. So the covenant farms, forms, I don't know if you have it. If you don't have it, let them write. You are supposed to keep it and use it as your prayer card. We drafted something to give you an idea of what, you, what can help you to write. Is there anybody, you, don't, you need the forms. You were not here last week and you want the covenant forms to write it. Yeah, please give. Can we project what we're supposed to write? Did you, I know you sent it, but I just want just on the screen to just give a, a brief idea. Hallelujah. But how many of you have written something already last week? Last week you've written something, okay? And I encourage you to support your covenant with offerings, special offering. Hallelujah. Good. There are some people on the stage that want it. We should have waited for you to come this week, but we felt that we'll still move, the, move without you and allow you to join when you come. Hallelujah. Are you blessed you came to church today? Don't let the word of God be used to judge you. In other words, don't let it be a word that is meant to help you, don't let it become a judge against you. And the only time a word that is supposed to help you will be a judge against you is when you don't do it. You get it? Because I've explained to you in simple language the blessing of giving yourself to the works of God. You see, one of the 
if not the blessing, is the blessing of knowing for sure that you are under the power of God and not under the power of Satan. It cannot be that Satan is the one making me a pastor to preach about Jesus. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. You see, I, I may not know who is using me, but the works of my life bears testimony of the God of my life. The works of my life bears testimony of the God of my life. So if my life, the works of my life is preaching, leading people to Jesus, telling people about Jesus, and all the, if that is the works of my life, in case I don't know who, which God is using me, I just have to check what work I'm doing. Are you with me? Satan doesn't preach about Jesus. Satan doesn't tell people that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But if I was practicing some other things, I was doing something else, I wouldn't know who, who is my boss. That's the truth. And I may go to heaven and Jesus will say, I don't know you. I said, oh, Jesus, you don't know me? Seriously? Hey, the miracles I did. I said, I don't know you. I don't know you. Oh, Jesus, you're not serious. Stop joking, stop joking. I thought you don't joke here. I didn't know that you also joke here. You think it's a joke. <laughs> Until you are called to be taken out. Then you see that the joke is, 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 is the joke has become serious. Hallelujah. Great. So please make sure. So we try to say, decide to covenant with God that in 2023, you will see the works of God in your life. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platforms.